history. Death is beaten, you have rescued me. Sing it out, Jesus is alive. It's a cross, it's a grave. Life eternal, you have won the day. Shout it out, Jesus is you're in the house today here at New Life Ministries. Just want to encourage you to stand up, just be free, worship the Lord because He is the Lord. He is unchanging. He is constant in your life and He always will be. Everything else can change. Men can fail you, but God will never do that. He will always be right there beside you. Just remember that. Take those words of encouragement when everything looks just dire and grim and just remember God's standing right there with you. Doesn't matter what's going on, what's surrounding you. Your circumstances do not change the fact that he is God, always. He is always in control. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you for how you minister to us in every way. Lord, just ask that you be in the service today, Father. For the ones that need a touch, Father, I pray that you go right to them. That you fill them from their head to their toes. Ask that you meet every need today. Father, we thank you and praise you. In your gracious son, Jesus' name, amen. Beneath my shame, 
desire for us drawn to redemption by the grace in his eyes if his grace is in ocean we're all Turns of violently inside my chest. I don't have time to maintain these regrets when I think about the way that He loves us. Oh, how He loves us. Oh, how He loves us. Oh.
for a moment if you would let's begin to worship the Lord together hallelujah and tell him how much we love him Lord we just love you so much we appreciate everything that you've done in our lives Lord God we thank you Lord for your son Jesus Christ that you sent to this earth hallelujah all because of your love mercy and grace for humankind we thank you hallelujah Lord, we thank you that you honored your word. And your word says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever would believe upon him would have everlasting and eternal life and would not perish. We thank you, Lord, for your word being faithful. We thank you, Lord, for your word being true. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for a grace that carries us above and beyond. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for that grace, Lord, that carries us into places that we cannot go ourselves. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you. We honor you. And yes, Lord, we say this day, we say this day that we love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God cares, church. 
God cares about everything in your life. Hallelujah. Don't think for a moment that he does not. For he cares about everything in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to read a scripture real quick. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It's one that you all hear quite often, but the Lord dropped it in my spirit earlier. just want to be obedient to the Lord. Amen. You know, I know what kind of week that some of you have had, and some of you, I don't know what kind of week you had. But the thing about it is, you see, God knows what kind of week that everybody's had. Amen. Hallelujah. So if this word is for you this because of this week or because of today, whatever the case might be, then that's fine. His word is faithful. His word is true. His word will not fail you. Amen. I've told you before that I might fail you here. I might even fail you there. Amen. But God's word will never fail you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And his word says over in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I should be able to quote this by now, but I just felt like I wanted to read it today. It says, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. You all know it. That word temptation there also means adversity. Amen. There hath no adversity that might crop up its ugly head in your life that is able to take you over. Amen. That's what the word's saying. But that thing is common to man. And if it's happened to you, it's happened to somebody else. And somebody else in this life, amen, has already overcame because Jesus overcame. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus, we are more than conquerors. Amen. You see, that's not my word, but that's his word. Hallelujah. We're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. And I don't know about you, but I've tasted a little bit of adversity even this week. Amen. Hallelujah. You've probably tasted a little bit of adversity, maybe even this week. Amen. But what the Lord is telling us today, that is, there is no adversity that has taken you but such as is common to man, but God who is faithful. Say, God who is faithful. Come on, do it with a little more emphasis than that. God who is faithful. Oh, if I can yell, y'all can yell. It's all right, amen. But God who is faithful, who will not allow you. It says, who will not allow you, amen. Hallelujah. To be tempted or face adversity above what you are able, amen. That means whatever comes to you, whatever is facing you, amen, you can already go through it because he's already went through it. Hallelujah. That thing cannot harm you. It cannot overtake you. Don't let it. Amen. You see, the enemy wants you to believe that you are less than a conqueror. The enemy wants you to believe that Jesus Christ, he failed and he did not win the victory. Amen. But Jesus was victorious. He went into that grave. Amen. And he came up out of that grave. Death and hell could not overcome him. Death and hell could not hold him. Amen. All because he loved you and he loves me. Amen. I don't know about you, but we're faced with some stuff in this day and in this hour, brother. Hallelujah, but the Lord's reminding us today, regardless of what you're faced with, it's not such a great thing that it's going to overtake you because I've already overtaken it. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
he goes on and he says here, I'll not allow you to be attempted or to face such adversity above what you are able to handle. Amen. But will with that adversity also make a way of escape. Hallelujah. That you may be able to bear it. So whatever you're going through right now, you just know God's got you. Why is it that God's got us? Because of his love for humankind. He sent his son Jesus to do the work that you and I couldn't do. All we have to do, church, is accept who he is and walk in his way. Amen. The best that we can, knowing that his grace, Terry, is sufficient for us, brother. Amen. I don't know about you, but I need that love, mercy, and grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to follow what I believe to be the lead of the Lord. Is that okay? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've been faced with something this week that is kind of taking your legs out from under you, I want you to come to the front right now. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Amen. Come on and come to the front. Hallelujah. I have to pray for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Another word that we were going to get into a little bit later in the service. Hallelujah. But I just feel in my spirit so strongly that I have to speak these words to you right now. Amen. Over in Mark chapter 5 uh, verse 36. Jesus said to a multitude of people, including his disciples, he said, be not afraid. Woo! Be not afraid. Whatever that adversity that is that you're faced with, amen, whatever that temptation might be that's going on in your life, you don't have to be afraid. Jesus said, be not afraid, only believe. You see, this was about Jairus and his daughter. And he was on his way with James, John, and... and uh, uh, Peter, I believe it was, and Jairus. He was on his way to Jairus' house to, to pray over the daughter. And then a servant came and said, look, why you bother Jesus? Because he's, uh, he told Jairus, the servant told Jairus, his daughter's already dead. So why you bother Jesus? And Jesus heard those words, hallelujah. And he said, be not afraid, only believe. So what I have to tell you all this morning not with my love, but with the love of God. Whatever you're faced with, whatever you're going through, I feel like I'm still speaking to some people out here. If I am, it's okay. I mean, I want you to come forward. It's something about your, your, your step of faith, amen, that releases God to act, amen, on your behalf, amen. And, and a step of faith is coming forward. You're, you're, you're putting an action, amen, to, to what God is wanting to do. So if I'm still speaking to somebody out here, amen, you come on up here and be prayed for as well, amen. Praise the Lord. You don't have to be afraid. He says, don't be afraid, only believe. Don't be afraid. Only believe. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something's going to happen in this house today. Hallelujah. Praise. Praise. 
that'll come upon you but such as is common with man and even though it's coming upon you or even though you're faced with it he's already made a way of escape and today starts your escape in Jesus name
praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, mighty King. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, we just thank you. We praise you, Lord. Ah, you are so good to us. seen you move the mountains and you'll do it again hallelujah god's not left you alone church you're not alone god's with you amen praise god amen praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah jesus father we love you we thank you lord Jesus' name. Let the house of the Lord say amen. Amen. Thank you, praise and worship team. Hallelujah. God is so good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Church, do you know how blessed we are to have such a wonderful praise and worship team? Well, Pastor Mark. Let me ask that question again. Church, do we know how blessed we are to have such a wonderful praise and worship team? Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, you know, this house, this house, look out, Brother Steve. There goes them tongues again. You better watch out. Amen. You know, it's okay to make some noise in this house. We like noise. I know sometimes the spirit just kind of gets you quiet, though, don't he? And that's okay too, amen? Turn with me in your word, if you would, to Mark chapter 5. I've got a message I'd like to minister to you today, amen? Let you out kind of early last week. See, we bank our time in this church. <laughs> ah, that's a new one on you, ain't it? So if I gave you an extra 30 minutes last week, I'll pull it over and bank it to the following week. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding y'all amen y'all know i like to have a good time in the lord amen hallelujah we want to welcome our visitors with us this morning amen so glad you came out and joined in with us hallelujah praise the lord good to have you if you got one of those little green cards today just uh make sure you fill that out and, and uh, you can place it in the yellow bucket back on the sound booth wall but we do want to get a gift to you amen Hallelujah. Praise God for the men's breakfast. Thank you to Brent and Matt and everybody else that jumped in and helped out. I don't know about y'all, but I'm just about as stuffed as a, 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 a what kind of tick is it on a dog? <laughs> it was a good breakfast. Seriously, it was a good time. Fellowship was good and everything. Amen. Hallelujah. I just had a great time and uh, thank you all to everybody that, that helped make that successful this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, mighty King. Uh, today, the, the Lord has put a message on my heart, uh, and I actually put a title to this one, and it's God's pattern to manifested answers to prayer. Amen. Praise the Lord. God's pattern to manifested answers to prayer. And uh, I hope it doesn't take too long today, but we're going to kind of skedaddle right on through it, and we'll follow the leadership of the Lord. Uh, we do have a testimony. Um, <clears throat> I believe we're going to bring that testimony to you after uh, the word is delivered this morning, and we'll just head through our scriptures here and see uh, how far the Lord wants to take it this morning. Hallelujah. So Mark chapter 5, did I say Matthew chapter 5? I think 
We want to go to Mark chapter 5. Let's look at verse 21. Amen. Verse 21 says, And when Jesus passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And he, and he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And much people followed him and thronged him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for what you've already done in this house, Lord. But Father, we trust you to deliver your word. Lord God, let your word come forth in power, anointing, strength. Hallelujah. Let your word come forth, Lord, to where it makes a difference in our lives, to where it sets us up, Lord, hallelujah, to be more like Christ in this earth. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Father, I submit and surrender myself to you right now. Let only the words come through these lips of clay, Lord God, that you desire to come through these lips of clay. Hallelujah. That would pierce the heart asunder. Hallelujah. Because your word does such a thing. And we thank you that it does, Father, that you would teach us that your word would be seated strongly in our hearts and that you would truly make us more like Christ in the name of Jesus. And let the house of the Lord say amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus and Jairus were on their way to Jairus' house with a multitude of people that followed after Jesus. Say a multitude. multitude. Is many. Right? Amen. So a woman <clears throat> with an issue of blood for 12 years was, was one of the many multitudes that followed Jesus that day. Now this is a familiar text of scripture, uh, but we're going to touch on it uh, just a, a, a little bit. It, we're going to follow the Lord on this because it actually touched on her more than it did Jairus as I was preparing this message. So we're going to just follow the Lord. Amen. So this woman with an issue of blood for 12 years, as she followed Jesus, uh, you all know the story she said to herself. She said within herself, if I can but touch the hem of his garment or if I can but touch his clothes, I will be made whole. Say, I will be made whole. I will be made whole. Amen. Yes, praise the Lord. So in verse 27 through 29, she said, When she had heard of Jesus, she heard of Jesus, she heard of Jesus, she heard of Jesus. To hear something, you have to hear it spoken. To hear something, you have to <clears throat> see it for yourself. To hear something, you hear these words that go into your ears, amen, hallelujah, and it's seated deeply into your heart, hallelujah. So when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, remember multitude of people was around him, so she came in and she pressed in behind him, amen, and she touched his garment. And verse 28 says, for she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And let's skip over here to verse 30. Verse 30 says, And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue, say virtue, which is power, had gone out of him, turned him about into the press, and he said, Who touched my clothes? Amen. 
<clears throat> Hallelujah. So in verses 27 through 29, uh, she did touch his garment and she was healed. So I want you to remember in verses 27 through 29, she touched his clothes and straightway her blood dried up. Amen. In verse 30, uh, Jesus, he felt virtue or power go out of himself. And he asked, who was it that touched my clothes? In verse 31, his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging around thee and thou seest and you say, who is it that touched me? And he looked round about to see her and <clears throat> her that had done this thing. Amen. Verse 33 says, but the woman fearing and trembling, say fearing and trembling. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. I want to tell you something, church. It's okay if you're truthful with God. He wants us to be truthful with him because he already knows anyway, right? See, that truthfulness is not so much for him as it is for us. So we have to be truthful with God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So we come here to verse 33, which is part of really what I want to focus on today. Amen. And verse 33, the woman said, uh, or the woman was fearing and trembling. So, but the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what had, what was done in her came and fell down at his feet and told him all the truth. Now I want you to understand that the Greek word for fearing in this text is phobio, phobio, P-H-O-B-E-O, which means to frighten, to alarm, to be in awe of, be afraid or fear. Now, phobio comes from the same Greek word as does phobia. Phobia. Y'all have heard of phobia, right? I've not heard much of phobio. I guess that's how you say it. I mean, that's what the Strong's Concordance said. Can't believe Strong's. I mean, you, know, you only got the Bible after that, right? Amen. So, phobia is the word, amen, Uh <clears throat> Our phobio comes from the same Greek word as does phobia, and that word is phobos, P-H-O-B-O-S, phobos. Phobos is a primary Greek word, which means to put in fear, to put in fear, to alarm, to fright, or even terror. Terror. I don't know about you, but I've had things in my life that, you know, really I could consider some type of phobia. Things that have just really brought terror into my life. And, and you see, this is what this woman was doing. She, she was really in terror. She was fearing. She was extremely alarmed. She was frightened, amen, because of what she had done, amen. So the Greek word for trembling in this text is tremo, and tremo means to tremble or fear or be afraid. So this woman was in awe, and I believe she was even frightened knowing something had happened in her when she touched his clothes. So I believe, well, let me go on. Now, this is me. I believe that she thought <clears throat> she was in trouble or something for touching his clothes. Because you see, her issue of blood stopped. It dried up, it says. And she felt that something happened inside of her. So her pressing in and touching his clothes with all the multitude around, I believe that she thought she was in trouble for doing what she believed. For doing what she believed. 
She thought she was in trouble for doing what she believed. Amen. It's all right if we go against the grain for what we believe, as long as it's the word. Amen. Amen. So again, this is me. I believe that she didn't understand what had taken place in her, even though she trusted and believed she'd be healed if she could just touch his clothes. I don't believe she really fully comprehended or understood. She just felt something happen within her. So what kind of mindset was she in? Now think about this. You got this multitude of people that's thronged around Jesus. She presses her way in. She reaches out. This lady had had an issue of blood for 12 years. We know people in our own lives that have been praying longer than 12 years for healing to take place in their lives. Amen. But she had had this issue of blood for 12 years. And finally, when she went through that crowd and touched his clothes, the issue, it says straightway, dried up. And she felt something take place in her. And I don't believe she had an understanding of what took place in her. And I believe that lack of knowledge and understanding also contributed to her being frightened and trembling. Not only the fact that she probably felt like she was in trouble for doing something that, hey, maybe some of these people uh, might not have wanted her to do, but she had a lack of knowledge and understanding. Amen. For what had just taken place. So just remember, for 12 years she had that issue, and she didn't know what to expect when she reached out and touched his clothes. Sometimes us not knowing what to expect is what hinders our answered prayer. Hmm. Sometimes us not knowing what to expect is what hinders our answered prayer. Amen. I believe God has millions of dollars to release to this house. I, you know, I'm going, well, I won't. I'll just move on. I believe God has millions of dollars to release to this house. I said something to you last week that he gives it to his people little by little. He said, I'm going to let my children go into and possess the promised land, but I'm going to give it to them little by little that they would not be consumed by the blessing thereof. So as they went in to possess the land, they didn't take it all at one time in one day. They took it little by little. As they handled the little that they had, more was released, and it became a little bit more. They handled that more, amen, and then more was released, more land was released, and then it became a little bit more, amen, hallelujah, but it did not consume them, amen. Now, I want to ask you a quick question, excuse me, I want to ask you a quick question. If this house had a million dollars released to it right now, what would you do? Just think about it. You don't have to answer. We could get into a really good discussion on that, couldn't we? Amen. What if this house had $10 million released to it, Pastor Mark? What would we do? I don't know that we really know until we walk in those shoes. We've had, we have ideas, you know, and, and that type thing. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and uh, well, let me take it this way. So if this house had 50 people come into it next Sunday, what would we do? If this house had 50 people come into it next Sunday and, and, and all 50 of them were at this altar and they got saved, what would we do? 
Yeah, rejoice. Amen. But these are people that are unchurched. And they don't know what to do. Amen. These are people that really don't know what to expect. What would we do that are churched? We'd have to minister to them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So you see, that's why we set up the altar ministry. <laughs> Amen. What our vision is for the altar, this is like a sidebar. I'm still in this week's time too. What we like to do with the altar ministry is when we believe that God has a lot to do right here in these, when these waters are troubled, amen, troubled is in a good way, like the pool of Bethesda, when it was troubled, that's when somebody got healed, right? So when these waters are troubled right here in this altar area, amen, and we have 15 or 20 people that comes up to get prayed for, amen, hallelujah, we want an altar ministry team that just comes up. Nobody has to ask for them. They just come up and they stand in behind somebody or they go to somebody and they start praying for them, amen, hallelujah. And gentlemen, you need to get ready because God, whoo, man. Sometimes I wish I wasn't online, but that's okay. I wouldn't say anything here. I wouldn't say out there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Gentlemen, you need to get ready because God wants to pour his spirit out in this house. And sometimes when his spirit is poured out, you know, people do get slain in the spirit. Now, Sister Joyce is extremely sensitive. She reminds me of my sister, Donna. Y'all remember Donna? I mean, sometimes you just run up on a sensitive person and you just walk around them and all of a sudden they're gone. But you see, that's why we need an altar ministry. Because they come up, when people come up here to be prayed for, or people come up here and kneel at the altar, they're coming up and they're ministering to the people that are here. So what happens if 50 people come up here and we've got 25 of them standing at the altars, amen? We need an altar ministry team that just immediately, without being asked, comes up and starts praying for people, amen? And you better get ready and you better start developing some catchers. I'm not kidding you. Because when you get slain in the spirit, from what I see in scripture, being slain in the spirit is just when your natural body has to give in to a spiritual God. It's when their spirit is all over you to such a magnitude that your natural body can't contain it. It can't handle it. And it does something. And usually your legs start to get a little weak or you start to kind of zone out. And before you know it, you're kind of doing this number, going backwards a little bit. But here's the thing. As you start to, I know for me, it's kind of like as I start to do that and I feel my going from my toes to my heels, all of a sudden when I surrender, I'm gone. And I'm a pretty big failure. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, you know, there might be, there might be some circles that, ah, oh, you're crazy. That, you, you're nuts. That stuff don't happen today. I, I just know what I know. I know what I experienced. I know what you all experienced. Amen. Hallelujah. So how do we get off on this sidebar? We are talking about the altar ministry. Amen. So just, just know that uh, God's going to give it to you little by little. Hallelujah. And, and we're going to move it forward little by little. Amen. And as we are found faithful with a little, hallelujah, he's going to release more. And then eventually it's going to become a lot. 
So I know how we got off on that. There was an expectancy that this lady had with an issue of blood for 12 years, but it was an expectancy really that she didn't understand what was going to take place. She only believed that it was going to take place. Amen. Unless God's given you a plan for $100 million, I don't think he's going to give it to you. Now, some of you might curse me or might throw stones at me or whatever, but I just, I don't see God, it, you know, have you heard testimonies about churches being ruined because somebody get, left them a, a million dollars? Have you heard testimonies like that? Yeah, it's happened before. You know, Anthony has shared testimonies like that before as well. You know, and, and God's not going to allow this house to go through that. Although I believe and we believe that what is going to take place in East Paris is going to take millions of dollars. Hallelujah. How would I get to talking about money, Lord? I don't know. Maybe that's the second language I speak. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Amen. It's about the expectancy, amen, and what this lady, did she even understand what was about to take place for her, amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going we're gonna to move on from that, amen. So something else that I realized in this text is her faith and her receiving in her body came before her fearing and trembling. Think about this. I never thought about this before. Her faith and her receiving, her miracle, her answered prayer, it came in her body before she became afraid. Now you think about that one. Lord, in, in the name of Jesus, just take us where you want to on that. I'm going to say something bold, and this is not, you know, I'm right there with you guys, and we're just learning as we go. Amen? So with Christians today, it seems like the fear and trembling comes before our receiving. With Christians today, it seems like the fear and trembling comes before our receiving. That fear and trembling can hinder our faith, which is going to hinder our manifested answer prayer. Remember, this woman, her fear and trembling came after the fact. After the miracle was already done. Hallelujah. So we want to shift ourselves. Here, here I go off the notes. So we want to shift ourselves to a place to where... We believe, amen, and we receive, amen. Hallelujah. We believe and we receive, amen. Hallelujah. We don't want no fear and trembling at all. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that we can live that way under God's leadership. So with Christians today, it seems like fear and trembling comes before receiving. This is exactly, I want you to hear this, this is exactly the pattern that the enemy wants us to have because we are less likely to receive our miracle in this pattern of hindrance called fear, trembling, and being afraid. So if we have fear and trembling before our believing, that's not from God. That's not God's pattern. That's the pattern of the devil, and that's going to bring a spirit of hindrance in unto you, and it will hinder you from receiving your manifested prayer result. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So in verse 34, Jesus told her. Let's, let's read verse 34. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. 
Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. We're going to dissect this verse just for a minute. Okay? So in this verse, Jesus told her, number one, he said, thy faith hath made thee whole. He told her, number two, go in peace. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. And number three, he said, be whole of thy plague. Now, this kind of amazed me a little bit because her issue of blood had already dried up when she reached out and touched his clothes. And then here comes Jesus back into it. And really what he's doing, he's applying some manifested word to what she believed, hallelujah, to see the manifested result come forth in this earth. Ooh, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I just appreciate you so much. Amen. So first, thy faith made thee whole is what he said. Second, go in peace. Third, be whole of thy plague. So the first thing she operated in by the confession of her mouth was her faith or trust that if she could just touch his clothes, she'd be made whole. Amen. <clears throat> she had seen Jesus heal many and in his ministry, her seeing his word applied in the earth, catch this, her seeing his word applied in the earth is what established her faith in believing she too could be healed of her plague. So she saw something take place. So her hearing came forth through her seeing. She saw something take place in Jesus' ministry. She was seeing all these people being healed, amen, and God being glorified. That's what built her faith. That's what led her to the place of, man, you know, this is happening for these people. God is not a respecter of persons. What he does for Roy, he can do for me. He can do for Matt, amen, and vice versa, and so on, amen. She said it within herself, hey, what Jesus did for this one over here, if I can just touch his clothes, he'll do it for me. That kind of power, that kind of virtue is coming off of my king, and I'm going to go after him, even though there's multitudes that are thronging around him. I'm going to press in. Come on now, that's something that we don't hear a whole lot of. We've got to press in sometimes, Brother Steve, to receive our manifested result. Hallelujah. But she said, I'm going to press in and touch his garment, and if he did it for them, he can do it for me. Amen. Glory to God. It's all right to clap. Thank you. Amen. To God be all the glory. Church, God is releasing some power in this house today. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. So she had seen Jesus heal many in his ministry. I know sometimes I repeat myself, but I do that on purpose. Amen. Her seeing his word applied his word was being applied in his ministry in this earth is what established her faith in believing she too could be healed of her plague. We too, I want you to hear this, we too have his word and have seen his word applied in this earth. Have you? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're not going to share just yet. Here in just a few minutes, I'm going to bring my time from last week over into this week, and we're going to share a testimony or two. Amen. Praise the Lord. Have we seen his word applied? Let's think of back. You know, David encouraged himself, amen, by reminding himself of what the Lord had done in his life 
And sometimes we have to encourage ourselves, amen, or sometimes I have to encourage myself, amen, by reminding myself of what God's done in my life, amen. And y'all are probably no different, amen, but, but that, so when we remind ourselves of what God's done in our lives, that's his word being applied in our lives in this earth, Okay. So the lady was going through the same thing that we go through, amen, hallelujah, and that we are currently going through, amen. So by seeing things take place in our lives that have already manifested, reminding ourselves of that, oh yeah, and faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, amen. We never leave out the word of God. This word is alive. This word is true. It's living, amen. If it had legs, it could walk. Oh, wait, yeah. By the way, it does have legs and it is walking. You have legs and you are walking. You are the walking word of God. That'll make a t-shirt. You are the walking word of God. Amen. That's some good manna. Food. I got food on the house. Or I got food on the house. I got food on the brain, brother. Too many biscuits and gravy, I guess. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, man, I'm glad y'all put up with me like you do. Praise the Lord. Y'all get the point there, right? Amen. Praise God. So our faith in Him is first established. Our faith in Him is first established. Remember, Jesus told her, First, thy faith hath made you whole. Now look, woo, I rebuke any spirit of doubt that would set up in this house right now in Jesus' name. I bind it in the name of Jesus. You got to understand, we don't always understand everything. His ways are higher than our ways. The worst thing you can do is look back in your life and see something that didn't take place or has not taken place yet. It doesn't mean it's not going to take place. It doesn't mean it's not going to manifest. It just simply means for whatever reason, God's still working you on it, not working him on it because he's already seen it manifest. Amen. He's already seen it take place, but we're still a work in progress. Amen. Hallelujah. And we've not arrived just yet, but praise God, Jesus has arrived. Hallelujah. And that's what we can reach out to, Roy. Amen. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I'll move on. So first is thy faith have made you whole. Okay, second, we go in peace. Woo, don't raise your hands, but how many of us need some peace? Woo, somebody said, mm. <laughs> Praise God. We go in peace, amen. Okay, so Jesus first told her, thy faith hath made thee whole. And second, he told her, go in peace. Remember, she's in a state of fearing and trembling. She was really in awe of something. She was really tore up about something. She thought she was in trouble, and she didn't really understand what had taken place in her own body other than what she saw before her, which was her issue of blood had already dried up. Man, that turned anybody upside down, wouldn't it? How many of you have ever been healed significantly? Oh, Lord, man, I'm really pulling on my time now. Oh, better not trip. Praise the Lord. I, want, I just got to tell you this testimony again. It's not so much for the house as it is for the people online. Amen. You know, I, 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 I come in one day and I've got the most beautiful daughter. She's, just a, she's my baby doll. Amen. She's my baby doll. 
Hallelujah. Woo, we're getting into some good stuff today, y'all. Amen. I'm trying to discern how much I can say about my daughter. <laughs> oh, she's my baby doll. I'm glad I ain't got no reins on me except Jeanette. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And she don't put reins on me. Amen. Well, my baby doll comes in one day and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I need to, we talked about me before, you know, and my 200 and some odd pounds of, you know, what you see before you. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. And, and uh, my little baby doll said, you better watch yourself, better take care of yourself. Believe it or not, sometimes I kind of get a little uh, hot and sweaty when I'm working a little bit, and it don't take me much faster, Mark. <laughs> amen. And, and, you know, I don't look very good <laughs> when I do that, amen. And my little baby doll comes in, she's standing there, she looks at me, she said, <clears throat> Daddy, you better watch yourself. I said, what do you mean, huh? Well, you know, you do have a heart condition. I said, what do you mean I got a heart condition? She said, well, you got blockages in your heart. I said, I do? She said, yeah, that's what the doctor told you back some years ago, wasn't it? I said, well, yeah, the first time they did a heart cath, I had some blockages, but the second one in 2018, I didn't have nothing. She said, what? She didn't say it like that. She said, what? You didn't have nothing. You only had one heart cath, ain't you? I said, no, I've had two, honey. This has been like within the last months, six, eight months, Jeanette, that this happened. And, and, and she said, well, I didn't know you had two. I said, yeah, in the second one, there wasn't nothing there. I said, let me tell you what happened. One Sunday back in this certain year, 2017 or 2018, I guess when it was, uh, I believe it was, was May, uh, Jeanette came right over here. And you all know how this woman operates and the anointing that she operates under in this house. I mean, when God... If she ain't got her daddy's anointing all over her, amen, it's God's anointing but transferred to her from David, amen, I don't know who does, amen. When God tells her to go pray for somebody, you better look out because she's coming. And that's okay, ain't it? Most, many of you all have been touched because she's done that, right? Well, th this particular May, she comes over, and I'm standing here in praise and worship, Steve, and she takes her pretty little hand. That was good, wasn't it, honey? <laughs> she's got this smirk smile that she does for me when it's kind of like, I should move on. She goes, mine was not as good as hers. She takes her hand, Steve, and she places it right here on my chest. And I was going in the next month for a heart cath. She places her hand right on my chest, and I begin to feel the most awesome fire go through my chest. And so it was about a month later, I went in and had a heart cath. And the guy come in, the guy being a doctor, come in, and he said, I know most of y'all heard this, but most of these people out here, the thousands that are going to hear this testimony, amen, they've not heard it yet. And, and so uh, he come in and, and he said, you know, I don't really know why they sent you up here because I can't find anything. You had no blockages. You got just a little bit of plaque here or there, but there's no blockages in your heart. When 2014, I had like 55% of my Widowmaker. No, 20% of my Widowmaker, 55% of something else, a lateral, is that the right word, Ned? Some kind of lateral or something. And then there's like 20-some uh, percent of something else that was blocked. But in 2018, after a woman full of faith came to me in peace, 
laid her hand on her husband's chest and prayed, and the fire of God went into my heart and roto rooted all that plaque that was blocking them blockages out, amen. I believe that's what happened, amen, glory to God, <laughs> hallelujah. And it was verified, come on now, Woo! it was verified in 2018, I'm pretty sure I've got my year correct, in 2018 it was verified, well, I don't even know why you're up here, you ain't got nothing wrong with you, a little bit of plaque, amen, amen. So why did I get off on that testimony? That little lady come up there and prayed for me in peace. When he told me that, I went in peace. Now, I'll be honest with you. I've got some struggles I'm still struggling with that I need to be careful and not hinder God's uh, blessing that he blessed me with. We've got our part to play too, and I see that more on our natural side than I ever had before. But we're not talking about that today. Amen. Praise the Lord. So second, we go in peace. So because of our faith first being established in Him, I really shared that story sharing a testimony of what God wants to do. Amen. Second, we go in peace because of our faith first being established in him, regardless of what the circumstance might look like, we simply go in peace. So he told the woman, go in peace, catch this now, because he knew she was in fear and trembling because of what had been done in her and her thinking she was in trouble for touching his clothes. Now, throughout the whole process, we have no fear. I know, guys, sometimes we're faced with stuff. In this life that, man, it's heavy and it's hard. I'm, I'm sure that all of us have been there. And it, it has the appearance of a great difficulty in our lives, amen. A great hindrance could take place in our lives, amen. And I know we're faced with these things, but the worst thing we can do, again, it seems like in Christian circles today, first comes the fear and trembling, then we believe for the miracle. Whoop! We flop them. We don't want no fear and trembling at all. We believe for the miracle, amen, and then we just simply go in peace after we do what the Word has told us to do or after we do what God has told us to do, amen. So throughout the whole process, we have no fear. Throughout the whole process, we have no trembling, amen. Throughout the whole process, we're just in peace in Jesus' name. So God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I'm going to say it this way. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of love. He's given us a spirit of power. He's given us a spirit of a sound mind. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's his word, church. So third came the manifestation of what she believed for by Jesus releasing it with his words that he spoke to her. Remember what he said thirdly? He said, be whole of thy plague. Be whole of thy plague, amen. So third came the manifestation of what she believed for by Jesus releasing it with his words. He spoke to her when he said, and be whole of thy plague. Let's look at something. Okay, so remember, she reached out, she went through the... Through all the people, she touched the hem of his garment or touched his garments, touched his clothes. And it says in verse 29, and straightway her fountain of her, or the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body. She felt in her body. Amen. 
So let's look at verse, uh, uh, or Mark chapter 10 real quick. Mark chapter 10, let me turn over here. Uh, let's look at verse uh, 51. Uh, Mark 10, 51 and 52. It says, And Jesus answered and said unto him, this is about blind Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus blind Bartimaeus, amen. And, and, and so he was a blind man, amen, and, and uh, he needed to be healed. And, it, and Jesus answered and said unto him in verse 51, What will thou that I should do unto you? What do you want me to do for you? That's what he's saying to Jesus. Or it's what Jesus said to him. All right, I hear you, blind Bartimaeus, but what is it you want me to do for you? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. So he spoke, he spoke to Jesus' need immediately. I want to receive my sight. You're offering and I want to receive my sight. I want to tell you something, church. Jesus has already offered to us what we need him to do for us, amen, because he's already took those stripes upon his own body that we would be healed, amen. He's already made that provision. He's already come up out of that grave to be the only living God that can have relationship with humankind, amen. There's no other God that can have relationship with us. Only Jesus Christ through the person of the Holy Spirit, amen. So he went on and he said here in verse uh, 52, it says, And Jesus said unto him, this is going to sound familiar, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And I want you to catch something. And immediately, and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Immediately, blind Bartimaeus received his sight. So over here, back over here in Mark uh, chapter 5, the woman who touched the hem of his garment, her healing began right then. The blood stopped flowing. The issue of blood dried up is what it says, amen. And she felt it in her body, amen. Praise the Lord. So there's another word here, and I'm not seeing it right now. I'm probably going to run into it here in a minute. I always get ahead of myself. Um, that it means immediately or soon. So your healing, if you don't see it within two or three seconds of when you speak that word, amen, don't let it go. You move into a time with your words of thanksgiving and praise to the Lord for doing what God has said is already done in your life, amen? Amen, praise the Lord. You see, what happens is we go, we, we, we pray, we ask God about something, and then all of a sudden we don't immediately see it, then we begin to lose heart. I know y'all don't do that. I, you know, I begin to lose heart, amen, and, and then before you know it, I've let the circumstance or the situation come back in and affect me, and it affects me in a negative way by producing fear and trembling, amen, hallelujah, or producing some other thing that's not God and that is not faith in Christ Jesus, amen. And before you know it, I've kind of had my legs knocked out from under me. And then the whole process for me to receive my healing or my blessing or whatever it is I'm praying about, it's been hindered. It's been halted. If your manifested blessing has been halted, you pick it back up. And you hang on to that thing. And don't let it go. Now, Lord, I want to move on. Amen. Got a lot to cover here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We'll get through these three parts here, and then maybe we'll call it a day. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
So don't let your don't let uh, anything that the enemy's trying to bring into your life don't let it uh, dissuade you or, or cause you any issues. You just keep hanging on to the Word of God and you just stay in thanksgiving and praise uh, for what He's already done for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So remember, uh, immediately. Sometimes immediately might might take two or three days. I don't I don't know why it happens that way. Lord, I wish I could find that verse. I just read it. Hallelujah. Mm. And maybe I didn't need to say it. So I believe God's pattern for us in this earth is to receive what we are praying for. He has a pattern. And I want to talk about his pattern as I close today. Amen. Our expectancy needs to be immediately. If it don't happen within that few seconds or whatever, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You keep trusting God's word. Praise the Lord. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more. So I believe God's pattern for us in the earth today is as follows. I want you to hear this one because some people kind of go over my head on this one. They don't go over my head. They kind of go to my head. Uh, I believe our father has a will. So the first step, I believe, in seeing manifested prayer in this earth is to pray according to the will of the Father. I want you to hear this. We pray according to the will of the Father. Jesus said himself, they said, Lord, how should we pray? You all know it better than I do. He said, pray this way and say this, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Our Father has a will. As a matter of fact, I believe our Father has three wills combined up in a total, complete, perfect will. We'll get into that some other time. It's all the same will. We'll get into that one another time. Point being this time... Amen, is pray according to the will of the Father. One of the reasons Smith Wigglesworth was so successful in seeing manifested answered prayer was he prayed according to the will of the Father. He prayed according to what he believed the Father was telling him to pray for. There were times he didn't pray for certain people. Amen. Hallelujah. One of the reasons our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, other than being God in the flesh, was so successful is he prayed according to the will of the Father who was in heaven. He said, I do the things I see my Father doing. Now argue that one with me. He said, I do the things I see my Father doing. So we have to consider our Father. Okay, Lord. What do I do about this situation? Well, I want you to go over here. Well, Lord, I want to go over here. No, Steve, I told you to go over here. Yeah, but Lord, there's stuff over there. I want to go over here. Okay, I've got a choice. Do I be obedient and pray according to the will of my Father and go over here? Or do I do what I want to do and go over here? I know that seems simple, but I think you all get the point there. So our Father has a will, and we pray according to His will. Amen. We should make God's desires our desires, not try to make our desires God's. We should make God's desires our desires. Now, I know he'll give you the desires of your heart. But the desires that are on our hearts, they should be placed there because God's put them there. 
You want to find true success and manifest and answer prayer? You pray according to the will of the Father. And you pray the desires that God's put in your heart. Amen. Praise the Lord. God does have a will for us, and it's taking place in heaven right now, and he wants to manifest it in the earth for his glory and our benefit. Amen. So the first thing we pray, so the first thing is we pray according to the will of the Father, uh, which we can find in his word. Amen. All right. So second is to have faith in his word and how we've seen his word applied in the earth. That statement is, thy faith hath made thee whole. Amen. That's verse 34. Third is we walk in peace while applying our faith that God's got it. See, this is it. We got to realize God's got it. He's got you. God's got you. God's got me. We apply our faith, amen, that God's got it, and I'm completely trusting in him regardless of appearances or circumstances that would try to produce fear or anxiety to hinder the manifested result. We apply our faith that God's got this thing. Man, I know that this is life-threatening. God's got this thing. Go in peace. That's the go in peace. God's got this thing. I know it's life-threatening. I know it could cost me my life. But God's got this thing. So I'm going to have peace. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Finally, confessing with our mouths the desired manifestation of what led us to have faith to believe for it in the first place. Confessing with our mouths the desired manifestation of what led us to have faith to believe for it in the first place. That's when Jesus said, Be whole of thy plague. Jesus confessed on her behalf what her desired result from touching his clothes was to be. Jesus confessed on her behalf. If he went to the cross for you and me and came up out of that grave for you and me to be alive and living inside of us, he can confess on your behalf, make an intercession to the Father, amen, the desired manifested result that your faith is producing. Hallelujah, that's a mouthful. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to wrap it up with this. I got another half a page, but we'll go on and wrap it up. Amen. Because I've, I've, we've got at least one testimony that needs to be shared today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 35 to verse 37. Verse 35 says, while he yet spake, there came from the, from the ruler of the synagogue's house. Remember Jairus and the and, and Jesus and some disciples and a multitude of people is going to Jairus' house. Well, there came from the ruler of the synagogue a certain, uh, from his house, a certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? And as soon as Jesus heard the word, so Jesus heard that word, Thy daughter's dead, Jesus told uh, Jairus, he said, Be not afraid, only believe. Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow them except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. So I want to wrap it up with this, church. Be not afraid. God's got you. The devil wants us to be afraid. He wants us to operate in fear and trembling. 
He wants our results in this earth to be hindered. God is calling this house to a place of unhindered, manifested answer to prayer. We've seen morsels of it. But when you walk in an anointing with results like what we see in the New Testament, I don't think we understand how that's going to impact us. Roy, you're going to see more than the 40 or 50 at this altar. The altar's going to have to be moved outside or at the park or at another larger church in the county, whatever the case might be, wherever it has to be, just as long as everybody's serviced. And I don't mean that word serviced in a bad way. Amen. Just as long as everybody can be ministered to, let's put it that way. Amen. Praise the Lord. We don't really care about all that, but what we do care about, not letting adversities, circumstances dictate the answers to our prayer. God is moving. God is moving so strongly and mightily, and he's doing stuff. I'm hearing testimonies that I've not heard in decades of miracles that are taking place. Hallelujah. And praise the Lord. So, Brother Steve, I'm going to ask you, uh, we're going to need to give Steve a mic. Let me come back and get one, because we need to let people online here your brother he's got a testimony a quick one that he's going to share and uh okay thank you the words right in the mouth. <laughs> here you go brother Thanks, sir. thank you jesus oh. thank you jesus hopefully you have received you, an over and abundance today this has been absolutely awesome. Is, is this thing working? Prime Hit the button once, it's probably on mute. Do what? Just, just click it once, it's probably on mute. Hit the bottom. Okay. Got a green light? Is yeah, that yeah, it? Yeah, you're good. You can go for it. Okay. I'm not used to this kind of doing Anyhow. Awesome. Awesome. Message. Received a phone call. Uh, what was it, Steve, about a week or so ago, two weeks? Okay. Six weeks prior to that, received a phone call from Florida. These are family friends. The parents are, are deceased. They've gone on home. Everybody's born again. Uh, the oldest brother, which is a little bit older than, than myself, and uh, was having some, excuse me, physical and mental uh, disabling actions or, and or results. Anyhow, he was scared of the MRIs. He was scared of, of a lot of things and uh, not used to being sick, not used to being in, incapacitated. So anyhow, his brother, which is my age, called. I said, all right. I said, let me think on this and, and see everything was quite secretive. Boy, I mean to tell you, that gets next to me. 
Yeah, it's it's one thing to it's one thing to maybe not throw everything out there, but don't don't keep everything swept underneath the rug because sooner or later you're gonna put a lump in the rug. Somebody's gonna trip up and trip over. Anyhow, I said, let me think on this, and I'll give you a call. So I sit down, and, and just normal, a normal lifestyle for me. Uh, I waited on the Spirit to guide me. Got, the, got what needed to be needed to be known of, known about. I called this house, called Brother Steve, and called two or three others within this house. And then I contacted three more houses within the Cowboy Church Network. So from there, this guy was put on, on the prayer list. Got a phone call the other day and said, well, we're, we're going to go back. We're going to do the MRIs and scans and whatever. I said, okay, let me know. Here came a little bit more jubilant voice. And what it was, it had two tumors up in, in the brain. Yeah. Lo and behold, through the power of prayer and through the power of God, Amen. the tumors were shrinking. Physical stability was returning and mental capacity and stability was returning. Amen. So anyhow, they share a little bit more and see his work, his workplace did not kick him out. But they said, you know, this is something you got to deal with. And, and it, a little apprehensive. And he was wanting to fold tent, and, and to some degree he did. Wife didn't know what to do. And, uh, but anywho, when, when Jim called, which is younger brother, he's same age as myself. I said, well, Jim, I said, there's answered prayer, big guy. And through the conversation, the life came back into the voice. Amen. And uh, I said, however you want to do it. I said, uh, you know, you can tell him or whatever. And he went from crawling up in the house and not doing anything to venturing back out and got in the car, drove around the subdivision to, re to regain the confidence in his driving. And, uh, and then, through the doctor's recommendation and, and uh, whatever doctors are supposed to do, his workplace said, well, come back two or three days a week, four hours each day, and, and, and uh, 
kind of get back in the swing of things. And between the houses of prayer, the people of prayer, the prayer of faith, voila, there's, there's the testimony. Here is part of the beauty of that, other than what you have heard. But see, they did not, they did not have enough depth to get in the way. And it's not to be critical or condemning. They're just as much born again as we are. But they, they just probably, because they came out of the same same setup as I did, kind of once saved, always saved, whatever the message was, it was. And this is, this, one reason why, uh, you know, like I'm so excited about it, is that between, between what this assembly heard this morning, what Charles Stanley had to say this morning, and what took place in the, in the uh, detention center yesterday afternoon, click, 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 absolutely perfect alignment. It doesn't get any better. Amen. Doesn't get any better. So the walk of faith and uh, the prayer of faith and believing in the word, with the word, on the word. Learn to stand on the word. Amen. And and boy, this is this has been an awesome, awesome Sunday. I'm glad I missed last Sunday just so I could be here this Sunday. <laughs> Because it doesn't get any better than this. Yes. Yes. Thanks, sir. Brother Steve, I had a testimony too. Oh. Jeremy had a friend named uh, Jeff, and they were sharing with me that they had taken him to the hospital. They had him on life support because he had double pneumonia, COVID, and they said that he they had run a a little camera down in his chest. And I think they said he either punctured the heart or the lungs. And then he got septus. So they had him on life support. Wasn't expecting him to live. This was about three weeks ago. And uh, I asked Nikki, I said, what's his name? She said, Jeff. That's all I know. I don't know his last name. And plus that, from what I understand, he was on drugs before. Well, yesterday she came. I'm sorry. It just made my day, she said. He's up asking the, the nurses for pudding. He wanted tapioca, but they said, we only have chocolate or vanilla. And she said, they went back yesterday afternoon and said he was asking the nurses, could he have meat to eat? And they had him on life support. They were getting ready to pull the plug. But I just want to give God all the praise for that. God is good. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Say it again. Amen. We agree with him on that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to have share. We're going to have many other testimonies. We're going to be sharing, but I just want to let this house know God is working and He's doing some things. He He is uh, He's hearing you. He is hearing your words. He's hearing you call out to Him, 
and it's making a difference. Phyllis has a just powerful testimony. She's going to be sharing uh, just a miracle that has taken place in her life, amen, uh, through her surgery and, and uh, just fabulous. I mean, I just, it will excite you to no end, but it also uh, goes to what is happening with this house. So don't you be distraught. Don't you be dismayed because God's got you. God has got all of us, church, and God is good. God is good, and he's well able to take care of us. So as you move forward, you move forward in faith, amen. You move forward in peace, and you move forward. Thy, thy faith has made you whole. You move forward being whole in Christ Jesus because that's his word. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness, Lord. And Father, we thank you for this word. Now, Lord, this is a word that we just humbly ask that you would seek deeply in our hearts. And Father, help us to look into it even deeper. Let it help us to expose ourselves to it, get our scripture out and study it more, Lord. And, and we thank you for opening up that spirit of wisdom and revelation to us in Jesus' name. We thank you for seeding that revelation, Lord, deep in our hearts and doing the things that you've been doing. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, I thank you for New Life Ministries. I thank you for the good people of New Life Ministries. Father, I humbly ask that you would bless them and minister to them. Father, they've ministered to me. They've touched me. They're always a blessing to me, Lord God. And I can never repay you, Lord, except to say, here I am. We are truly Christ in this earth. We are truly the word on legs in this earth. And we thank you for growing us here at this house. And we thank you for releasing significant and powerful revelation that we can apply in our daily lives to see people's lives changed. We thank you and we praise you. Changed for all of your glory, O oh God. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, let the house of the Lord say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Just a couple of quick announcements, church. Amen. Um, I pray that you've received from the word today, and I do encourage you to go out and study this particular text a little bit more. Amen. I uh, want to thank you for your continued support and, and giving of your tithes and offerings. Uh, today is Building Fund Sunday, and so we put the Building Fund bucket back there. Uh, for anybody that might have a building fund offering, just drop it in that bucket marked building fund. Uh, don't forget you can give online through newlifeparisky.com. That's newlifeparisky.com. Uh, go out and visit the website. Pastor Mark has just done a fabulous job. I actually went out to a podcast the other day. It was fairly simple, brother. And if I say simple on something like that, you know it has to be simple, amen. But it's really, it's really cool. But anyway, I, I really, I love our website. Just it, Pastor Mark, great job, brother, and thank you for all you do with it. Y'all, please go visit the website. It's, it's just make it your, you know, where you can get to it real quick. I keep it up on my screen all the time. I don't know if I'm supposed to do that or not, but it's there where I can see it all the time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, the uh, there's a couple of contribution statements out on the table for 2023. It's out in the foyer in case you need that for your taxes. Uh, we do live stream, or we do stream our services uh, on both YouTube and Facebook. 
Uh, don't forget to visit those mediums, amen. If you're watching uh, via the online opportunities, uh, please go and like YouTube and Facebook um, for us and, and join up and share and all that kind of stuff that, you know, gets us more views. Hallelujah. Um, praise the Lord. We are planning on doing the New Life uh, Sunday School Program discipleship classes. That'll start February the 18th at 10 o'clock here at the church. Amen. Uh, right now, we're really focusing toward the little children, little being like birth through uh, 18, 19 years old, uh, even up to 29, but we know that we're going to have to split some classes at some point in the future. So, you know, we've been talking about this a long time. So uh, Elder Wilson said, you know, look, instead of talking about it, we're going to do it. Then we'll adjust as we go through it. Kind of reminds me of flying by the seat of your pants. <laughs> but, you know, that's cool. I like doing that. That's always exciting to me. <laughs> but at least you're getting it started and you're moving forward with it and we'll be adaptable as we go through it. Uh, but we are starting that on February the 18th, so come out and be a part of that. Uh, it starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. Amen. Another important announcement is we are having a Valentine's Fellowship February 17th. That's a Saturday evening at 6 o'clock over at Bianchi's over in Cynthiana. Uh, so that's Saturday, February 17th at 6 o'clock. Not just four couples. Uh, come on out, uh, you know, single or uh, invite friends and come. You know, it's just a time of fellowship, you know, for the church family. Uh, so come on out uh, to Bianchi, 6 o'clock on February 17th. Amen. Praise the Lord. Did I forget anything? Amen. Hallelujah. Did I forget anything on anybody? All right. Praise the Lord. Roy, you want to you wanna pray and, and dismiss us today? And as you do, pray for a little hunter. Yeah, pray for Hunter. Amen. He needs a touch from the Lord. Been carrying a little bit of a fever, and, and so uh, he needs a touch from the Lord. They were over at the emergency room earlier today. Thank you. God bless you. You all have a great week. And Brother Roy. Thank you, Lord. Father, you just come before you today in the name of our Lord, our Savior, our Son, soon coming King, the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we just thank you for the message today. God, we thank you for, the, for your word. God, we thank you and praise you for that. We thank you and praise you, Lord, for the grace and the mercy that you give us each and every day. God, I just pray and lift up those hunter before you, Father. God, we ask that you would just touch me, God, with your healing virtue. God, just the virtue flow through his body, God. Touching and healing. God, we love you. God, I just pray for blessings upon everyone this week. God, I just pray that each one of us would just be obedient to you and be there by your spirit. God, we just pray that everything said and done will bring 